live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harold. Welcome, everybody. You are locked and loaded right here on LFA TV. This is live from America, baby. It's time. 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. And I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. And we are broadcasting live from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. And I got with my with me today my boy, producer Eli. We are so very honored to be able to come into your homes every night, guys. Thank you so much. If you're watching on Rumble slash LFA TV, please do us the ever so kind favor of sharing out the link. You can do it from your mobile device and you can do it from your computer, your laptop as well. If you're watching on Roku and Fire Stick, I'll ask that you come over real quick and log in and give us a share and a rumble. And you can also download LFA TV on your mobile app by going to your iTunes Apple Store or your Android mobile app and type in LFA TV. You can pop it right up. Download the LFA TV app and take these shows with you wherever you go. Jessica says, I made it live. Well, that's the best way to be here is live, Jessica. God bless you and thank you for being here. Darlene from Michigan is watching. Dana is here. How you doing? 43 Gators and Mateo. C. Ward is in the building. How you doing? Serby is here. How you doing, Serby? Says, Jeremy, I got to catch... All three of your shows live. Again, that's the best way to see them. Jeremy, did you get to see the title of The Man in America show? No, I have not yet. I have not yet. Nope, I have not. But I will as soon as this is over. Natalie from Virginia. How you doing, Natalie? Thank you for joining in. Sherry from M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I is in the building. How you doing? That's just like a thing that we all said when we were kids, right? Anytime I see the word Mississippi, I have to say it. Um, Christy from Houston is watching. Christy from Houston, Texas. Good to see you. Uh, Lacey Barkalo says, hello from crap, Michigan. No, Michigan is great. It's just the politics that are there that are bad. Kim from OHIO. Jeremy, your show this morning was on fire. It was awesome. Loved it. Says T. Collins 24. Thank you, T. Collins. I appreciate it. Mary Kay from New Jersey is watching. Rock and Rev is in the building. And one more here. Let's give it to Bad Moon because he's a billboard for God, and we love that. Folks, as we approach 1,500 live viewers here on Rumble right now, we keep sharing. We keep uh, rumbling if we have not. And we've got a new statement put out from Donald J. Trump the rightful president of the United States of America. We all know it. Even the left knows it. Um, But I want to play this for you now because he is referencing uh, Ron DeSantis in this and the constant uh, 
like Twitter battle and social media conversation and discussion and debate and argument over whether or whether not uh, Ron DeSantis locked things down in Florida. So go ahead and uh, let's play this clip from President Donald People J. Trump. People forget that Ron DeSanctimonious was a big lockdown man early on as governor. He locked it down, and other governors that were Republican of nature did not lock down. If you look at South Carolina and Tennessee and South Dakota and others, they didn't lock down, but Florida was locked down. He locked it down like you wouldn't believe. Remember, he closed the highways, he closed the beaches. Florida was the third worst state in deaths by COVID. That's your scorecard. It's a sad scorecard. So why do they keep saying that the sanctimonious did a good job? New York had fewer deaths. And again, that's the way you have to, I guess, evaluate a job. So, ladies and gentlemen, what Donald Trump is doing there is not really going. I mean, he's not lashing out at Ron DeSantis for closing anything down due to COVID outside of the fact that he's basically just giving you a contrast to what Ron DeSantis is trying to make people believe. Yes, he was a little more lenient than other states, a lot more lenient than some states. But what Donald Trump is just trying to merely say is what Ron DeSantis is telling you is not totally correct. He did, in some ways, lock down like some of the hardest governors right at first. And Donald J. Trump, Donald J. Trump did not order Ron DeSantis to lock down the beaches, lock down the highways, wear masks, give that 90-year-old man a vaccine right on TV, and he died two weeks later. Meet Donald J. Trump on the tarmac with a mask on, while Donald J. Trump did not have a mask on. So, I mean, I, I guess it was weaker than some, but Donald Trump is just trying to let everybody know that he's not as innocent in the lockdown scheme as everybody says he is, because he did do it. So it's not like Donald J. Trump is using that as a talking point to go after him in the campaign because there's other things that he can go after him for, like being a weak individual on everything, including foreign policy. But he's just saying he did it too. So don't let him sit there and say, Trump locked down the nation and he was friends with Fauci. No, he wasn't. Trump didn't tell any state to lock down. Governors did that, and that's what Trump gave them the power to do. Now, meanwhile... The human lunchbox, Chris Krispy Kreme Christie, was in my home state of New Hampshire, and he's all big mad that Donald Trump won't punch down and join in on the first primary debate. But shouldn't Chris Krispy Kreme Christie be happy about that? Shouldn't these Republicans be happy about that? Good riddance, Don, Donald J. Trump is not here. Chris Christie's always talking about how Donald Trump just regurgitates uh, disgusting behavior over and over again, and, and, and America shouldn't listen to his lies. So why is Chris Christie mad that Donald Trump is going to skip the first debate? And he is mad. Roll it. Oh, it's not fair, Brian. It's not fair. Poor Donald Trump, the guy who wants to be president of the United States, the guy who says that he's the toughest person to lead this country, doesn't want to get up in front of Republican primary voters and defend his record and make a case for the future of America. Look, every Republican primary voter should have the opportunity to see uh, all those people who qualify up on the stage debating with each other. And, you know, you said, well, I qualify, I will. And when, if people go to ChrisChristie.com this morning and donate, they'll get me another <laughs> step closer to doing it. But he he can't avoid this, Brian. Um, it's not fair to the Republican Party voters. In fact, I think it's disrespectful. Um, he thinks he should just default to the nomination. I don't think so. Well, Chris Christie, why are you so mad? I just don't understand. You spend every day of your life.
right? Slithering across the ground like Jabba the Hutt from, from CNN to MSNBC to Fox to everywhere else. And you say that Trump spews vitriol and nobody should listen to it. But if that's the case, then why would you even want him on the debate stage with you? Why would you want him mucking up maturity, as he calls it? It's because they know that they are nothing without Trump there. Nobody cares about the Republican primaries outside of having Trump there. Maybe DeSantis. I guess we would care to see a one-on-one between him and DeSantis. But nobody cares about all the other people in that field. They only survive and write books and get deals off Trump being in the mix. That's why he is so incredibly mad. Not because he didn't have his donuts. Maybe he didn't get enough sleep today. Because Heather Mullins... God bless her, is on her, or she's made it down to D.C. for the Faith and Freedom um, event that we're going to be showing live tomorrow and on Saturday here on LFA TV. And Chris Christie was on her plane. As a matter of fact, he was sitting, I guess you can call it sitting, right behind her. Check it out. There they are right there. That's Heather Mellons, beautiful as ever, wonderfully strong, courageous, wearing her Make America Great Again hat, exercising her First Amendment. And there's Chris Krispy Kreme Christie. I didn't know. By the way, folks, that chair is not reclined like a recliner at home. That's just that man. That's how large he is. The front of him looks like it's about four feet in front of him. And it is. But he's actually sitting straight up. Maybe he didn't get enough sleep. I don't know. When you have a front butt that size, maybe you're just mad at the world. Long story short, what a great picture. Chris Krispy Kreme Christie. Uh, again, we are going to be at the Faith and Family, uh, Faith and Freedom event. I believe I have this. Mm, is that it? No, I don't have it pulled up. Well, the Faith and Freedom uh, event in D.C. this weekend, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we will be there, and we will be broadcasting live from there tomorrow from three to five. Pete Santilli will be moving to the five o'clock hour tomorrow rather than the 4 o'clock hour, because from 3 to 5, Will Johnson, Heather Mullins, and Anna Perez will be live right here on LFA TV from D.C. at the Faith and Family uh, Faith and Freedom event. They'll also be live on Saturday from 2 p.m. Eastern until 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you're not going to want to miss that. They're going to get interviews with people like Carrie Lake and so many others down there. So you're going to want to tune in for that tomorrow from 3 to 5 and on Saturday from 2 to 5, okay? All right, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Here we go. June 22nd, year of our Lord, 2023. No matter what hardships, and we're going through many of them right now, the world may throw at you. You have in me everything you need to persevere. Despair is a deep pit, and sometimes you totter around its edges, precariously close to falling in. Your only hope at such times is to fix your eyes on me. I'm always nearby. I'm eager to help. And I'm eager to help you change your focus time after time. So from 2 Corinthians 4, 8, and 9, and I know a lot of people jot this stuff down because they look at it later. 2 Corinthians 4, 8, and 9. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. Hebrews 12, 2. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, 
and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, Hebrews 12, 2. And before you turn out the lights tonight, you wonderful LFA family patriotic people from sea to shining sea, sharing this video far and wide so that everybody can come in and see the grace and glory of God and the truth of what's going on in the United States of America to keep from falling into the pit that they are constantly trying to get Donald Trump to fall in and you. Satan's doing that all day. You must change your focus from your circumstances every day to God's presence. And he says, look for me. You know how you can look for God and find him every day? At 9 a.m. Eastern time here on LFA TV on Rise Up. That show is getting better every day. That show is getting stronger in the word of God every day. Everybody who watches that show, all 1,500 people who are there live every day, things are changing in a drastic way quickly for us. I never thought that show could be so powerful. So if you have not had a chance to yet watch Rise Up, I recommend watching it, but I definitely recommend joining in live because live things happen that are just miracles, absolute miracles. My favorite show on the network. So let's give God that glory today. Please join me in Jesus' name saying the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Stronger every day. Stronger in our faith every day. Stronger in our power and our abilities every single day on that Rise Up show. It's truly a miracle. Folks, I'd really appreciate it if we could do our best to try to get to our 4,000 goal every night as we get in to the first and foremost section. I am not sipping on coffee tonight. Had enough of that today. So I'm sipping on that beautiful wild berry field of greens. Let's have our first slurp, whatever it is you're sipping on. Ooh, that energetic wild berry field of greens. Making me ready. Okay, here we go. First and foremost section, uh, first and foremost segment today. One of the res, uh, articles of impeachment to be voted on in the House for Joe Biden. One of those, uh, one of those uh, resolutions has passed the House floor to impeach Joe Biden today, and now moves to the Judiciary and Homeland Security committees. And I'm going to go ahead and play this video for you real quick, and then we will talk about it. Roll the clip. On this vote, the yeas are 219, the nays are 208. The resolution is adopted. Without objection, the motion reconsiders laid on the table. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. One of the resolutions uh, to impeach Joe Biden has passed and now goes to those two committees. I'd like to thank Moon0704 for the $100 rumble rant. My friend, we appreciate that so much. We need it now more than ever. Thank you, sir. But that's, that's one resolution. So now, again, a lot of people are going to say, you know, I wish it was so much more. But you know what? At least we're here. At least we're here. You know, let's, let, let's, uh, let's look at that glass half full rather than half empty. 
okay? Because now it's, a, a, again, I know that uh, other hosts here on LFA TV have a little different view of what's going on in Washington, D.C. than I do. Now, while I agree, I would like to see much harsher and much more in quantity impeachments, censures, resolutions, and all that. But what I will say is that I've been saying this for quite some time. The Democrats have beat the Republican Party for decade after decade because they take the small wins. They take the small wins and they move it forward. Do you know how we can never move forward? Trying to get it all in at once. We've got to pick away. We've got to just chip away like they do. And I think this is a good thing. I think any kind of impeachment, any kind of censuring, any kind of uh, fines or resolutions or any kind of complaints towards anybody going to ethics committees or going to Homeland Security committees or Judiciary committees talking about impeachment is good for the country. Now, I know people like Joe Biden and people in the high places probably don't see nine, nine times out of 10. They don't see anything that's going on. I get it. But it's not only about that. It's about compiling the evidence, dragging them through the mud that they drug us through for just as much as we possibly can. And then once we have everything, we take all that evidence and we lock them all up at once or, or take the security clearances or whatever it is that they deserve, whoever the, the, the individual is. Justice will come. But we've got to understand that taking these as small wins is a good thing. What is not a good thing is the Republican Party being so splintered amongst people who call themselves MAGA. Now, I know there are the rhinos, and I know there are the MAGA Republicans. And both are fighting a war, a civil war, in the Republican Party. We come together when we have to, but a lot of the rhinos are just that, rhinos. However, when you have Marjorie Taylor Greene starting a hissy fit cat fight a middle school drama cat fight with Lauren Boebert, and both of them are MAGA, on the House floor to the point where Marjorie Taylor Greene, in all of her <laughs> crazy activity lately, literally calls Representative Lauren Boebert the B word on the House floor, and they're arguing over the articles of impeachment that they put forward, and in this case, it truly is Marjorie Taylor Greene's fault. She called her a B-I-T-C-H because, and you're never going to get this, because she copied her impeachment. That's right. Marjorie Taylor Greene is upset at Lauren Boebert because Lauren Boebert copied her articles of impeachment almost word for word. Does it really matter? Does it really matter, Marjorie? Let me just play you one video of it, and it, it's just even more of an embarrassment. Trump needs to distance himself from her and Brian Glenn so fast. Roll this clip. She basically copied my articles and then introduced them and then changed them to a privileged resolution. So, of course, I, I support them because they're identical to mine. They're basically copycat. Congresswoman Green claims you copied her resolution yeah i'm not in middle school can you comment on the report that she cursed at you on the floor I, like i said i'm not in middle school so barbara went on to tell me later that she believes that speaker mccarthy will eventually get behind the idea of impeaching joe biden over his handling of the situation at the border the speaker himself though has said that is not the way to go at the moment will he change his mind that is one of the big questions this congress
It's it truly is sad that Marjorie Taylor Greene has come to this. Like, who cares about the kudos? Who cares who gets the credit? So what happened is she basically took Marjorie Taylor Greene's style of impeachment that she put forward. She actually introduced it as a a, a privileged um, a privileged resolution so that it forced a House vote, right? And Marjorie Taylor Greene was like, Ugh. so she copied Lauren Boebert's way of doing it, and then got in a fight with Lauren Boebert on the House floor calling her the B-word. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm all for calling things out and getting in people's faces, and I'm all for confrontation. But are you absolutely kidding me right now, Marjorie Taylor Greene? You know, because you won't answer my text messages and my emails anymore, maybe you've changed your phone, I don't know. But I have reached out to you multiple times to ask you for an interview on LFA TV by me. Not by somebody else here, but by yours truly. And every single time I am met with silence. So that means either you are too afraid to face your friends or former friends or harsh critics, or you just think that you're that elite right now. So I, I hope that 3,000 of you that are watching on live uh, Rumble right now, maybe all of you can go to wherever she is on social media and tag her and say, will you go on and, be, um, and do an appearance with Jeremy Harrell? You don't have to be rude. I think we just need to bully her into getting here somehow because she needs to answer real questions from somebody like me. And, I don't, and I'm not saying that other, um, that other show hosts or reporters wouldn't hold her to some kind of a you know, some kind of a standard, but I, I would do it in a very different way. I think you guys know what I mean, because this is just getting ridiculous now when we should be coming together. I don't care if we're MAGA or rhinos or not. Pretty much most of us agree that this country is out of control. And maybe a lot of these rhinos want it, but you know what? Some of these rhinos, even though they're rhinos, they still want to impeach Joe Biden. So I just don't get it. And we're going to move on from that because I've got much more important things to talk about right now. And, uh, but but you know what, actually, before we do, before we move on, well, you know what? Yeah, we'll talk about Alexander Vindman in a minute. Let's go to Trump's case. I'll do it in this, in this order. So Trump has received his first evidence batch in the classified documents case. So if Donald Trump has now received his first evidence batch in the classified document case, I wanted to report for you before reporting this that there was some kind of a news report out there, that I, and I've been looking for it, that President Trump's lawyers got their classified security clearance. I've not seen that. I was waiting to actually report on that. But I, I can only assume that the classified security clearance has come to his attorneys if the first, batch and, uh, first evidence batch has been uh, released to Trump. I mean, I think that's safe to say, right? Prosecutors turned over recordings of Trump including one in which he speaks about classified military documents, officials said, okay? Trump received these first batch of documents from special counsel Jack Smith in the Justice Department's case against him for the classified documents material. The filing yesterday showed how the Justice Department is advocating for the trial to happen quickly. Well, I wonder why. And if he could get a fair shake, and we were actually going under the rule of law here, and that uh, Judge Eileen Cannon remains the judge and actually judges by the rule of law, I would want a quick case too. But that's not why they want a quick case. The trial is scheduled, like we said, for August 14th, but the judge may grant a delay if requested. I assume we'll probably see one. 
Prosecutors turned over the recordings of Trump, including one, like I said, in which he speaks about military documents. And I'll guarantee you, it's not anything like it's been leaked to the, uh, the New York Times. The batch includes the grand jury testimony of witnesses who will testify for the government at the trial in the case, according to special counsel's office. Quote, defense, account, defense counsel can contact the government to arrange for inspection of unclassified items seized at Mar-a-Lago on August 8, 2022, the court document also stated. They shouldn't have to do that. They should just turn over everything in one large sum, but they don't want to do that. We know Trump pleaded not guilty on the 37 charges against him, and he should be exonerated because of the grand jury in the case was told was not told about the Presidential Rector Records Act or the similar case involving former President Bill Clinton. Now, when I was down in Miami, I was having a heated debate with a man and the, and the camera cut off. I don't know if you remember that, but the camera cut off and it was like halfway in between this debate that I was having with this bearded individual. It's all I remember, his beard and his glasses and his receding hairline. Anyway, when I was having this conversation with him, I asked him if he knew about the Presidential Records Act, and he did not. I then asked him if he knew about the case in which the federal judge already, you know, ruled in the favor of Bill Clinton for having far worse, far more classified stuff in his sock drawer and what that ruling was and how there is no jurisdiction over what Bill Clinton had by courts, by NARA, by the federal government, by anybody. And he said, no, I've never heard of that. And I said, then how are you out here even having discussions or debates or even chiming in with your two cents if you know nothing of the case whatsoever? How can you come out here and honestly say that you think by law President Trump should be in jail if you have no idea about that case at all? That just shows your ignorance, don't you think? And the man ended up walking away. Now, at at that time, the camera was already off. And I was like, dang it, I wish we would have caught that. So again, ladies and gentlemen, Donald Trump has received the first batch of evidence in the classified document case. Should have gotten everything all at once, but I can only assume, unless you guys can tell me otherwise, that that means that President Trump's attorneys have gotten their full security clearance. Moving on. I titled today's show, The Deep State is on the Run. Now, unless you watch LFA TV, um... I mean, unless, unless there's people out there who don't watch LFA TV, they would say, wait a minute, there's no way the deep state is on the run. Look at everything they're doing. But when you really look in between the lines and you see how they act, like the Democratic Party last night when they censured Adam Schiff and they were like, shame, 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 oh, and they're all mad. And then they've all taken to Twitter. If it's not that big of a deal, and if it's not going to hurt Adam Schiff in any way, shape or form, then why are they so mad? Alexander Vindman, you remember him? You guys remember Alexander Vindman, a.k.a. Chuck Schumer's wife? (laughs) If you guys don't know what I mean, do a quick search right now. Pull up another browser and do a quick search of Chuck Schumer's wife. Looks just like Colonel Vindman. But anyway, you remember Colonel Vindman, right? He was the the whistleblower, right? He was the lapdog for Adam Schiff in the Russia hoax collusion that was not even real. Now, he's part of the military, not supposed to be biased in any way. As a matter of fact, he spent most of, most of his trans-looking life telling you about how unbiased he actually was, and he only cared about the rule of law, right? Well, he's taken to Twitter, and he's very, 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 very mad, very mad over the censure of Adam Schiff. And again, I don't know why. Why are you so upset, dude? What's the big deal? So let me just show you what I mean here. So Kevin McCarthy and all of his cowardness. 
He tweeted out, Adam Schiff abused his position as chair of Intel to lie and lead America through the national nightmare, which was the fake Russia collusion narrative. As speaker, I removed him from the Intel committee, and now the full house will vote to censure him and open an ethics investigation. You know, Kevin McCarthy does some things right once in a while, but they're all for optics anyway. So then here comes Chuck Schumer's wife, Colonel Vinman. Guys, please share, share, share if you can. I'd really appreciate that. We got to get the numbers going, and we, uh, we got to get the show out there for folks. So here we go. You are pathetic, he says, and your deceptive efforts to damn and damage the valiant work of honorable men like Adam Schiff will bear no fruit, he says. In 2024, you will be sweep away. I think he meant you will be swept away, but the guy's an idiot and can't speak just, you know, normal English. He must have went to the same school that Benny Thompson and uh, Eric 8th grade Adams went to. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I'm a But again, it's Chuck Schumer's wife, ladies and gentlemen. I think it really is in drag. He says, you will be sweep away and become a footnote entry as one of the worst speakers in the nation's history. I don't disagree. (laughs) You are not the 10th. You are not a 10th the man Adam is, says Colonel Vinman. Boy, he's really mad, huh? For an unbiased member of the military. That seems to be pretty biased to me. So then Christina Wong jumps on here, which is beautiful, and says, but you are twice the man Adam Schiff is, like literally. <laughs> That's beautiful. I, lo- I-, I, love, I love stuff like that. But then Colonel Vinman, let's scroll down here. Colonel Vinman says, B word, please. So now Colonel Vinman is in the business of lashing out at women, calling them the B word. Much like Marjorie Taylor Greene. I guess birds of a feather flock together. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. It sounds like that to me. Chuck Schumer's wife. Have you guys Googled it yet? It's pretty bad, isn't it? (laughs) Oh, I I tell you, I can spot a tranny a mile away. And I have to say, I think think Colonel Vinman is really in drag. Uh, and he's a tranny, and he's married to Adam. I mean, uh, Chuck Schumer. It, it just makes sense to me. Eli, have you looked at that? Have you looked at the comparison? It's bad. He looks just like her. Vindman is Chuck Schumer's wife. Chuck Schumer's wife is Vindman. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn, Finkel, Finkel, Einhorn. <laughs> Your gun is digging into my hip. <laughs> Oh, my Lanta. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel, everybody. Well, you know what else we could spot a mile away? Well, if we have the Tackright night vision binoculars, we can spot things a mile away in the dark. We could see the rhinos coming from a mile away in the dark, ladies and gentlemen. Introducing. The amazing Tackrite night vision binoculars from the same people that brought you the Tackrite mini chainsaw for you to go out there and wreak havoc on the small wooded area around your home. Tackrite night vision goggle is a revolutionary new night vision system. Military night vision requires at least some light to work. Tackrite night vision lets you see even in pitch darkness. Are you saying that these are better than military grade? They might be. Tackrite's pretty amazing. See if in the pitch dark as if it was daylight at over 300 meters. Tackrite is the most amazing breakthrough in night vision. 
in over two decades. Built-in camera, built-in video capture, waterproof, infrared illumination, 300-meter range, and SD card slot, all for the price of $189. Let me say it again, $189. I'd buy that for $189, Eli. And we did. <laughs> Don't have it yet, but we did. I'll let you know when we get them how good they work. Go to TacRightLFATV.com. No promo code needed, just TacRightLFATV.com. And you can get yours today for yourself, your husband, your grandpa, your dad, your friends, your family, your sons, your daughters. Who wouldn't want to see in the dark, right? That way you can see these guys coming a mile away. Moving right along, let's get into Hunter Biden. Speaking of crackheads and losers, let's get in. Do we have that? uh, Where's our old? uh, I I haven't played that in a while. Where's the old cocaine is a hell of a drug one? I know we had that somewhere. I think it's... uh, Cocaine is a hell of a drug. There, there it is. Cocaine is a hell there of a drug. There it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> the IRS whistleblower is now saying that search warrants and charges for Hunter Biden were blocked by Joe Biden and that Joe Biden met with Chinese clients, ladies and gentlemen. Now, this is, again, <laughs> you and I have been over the target for quite some time. But this is good that this is finally getting out into the public arena. Okay, IRS whistleblower says search warrants and charges for Biden were blocked and Joe met with Chinese client himself. That means Joe Biden attended the meeting with Hunter and the Chinese energy officials. New evidence is showing a supervisory IRS agent divulged to Congress widespread interference in the probe of Hunter Biden, including the blockage of two search warrants and more extensive criminal charges. Remember, folks, I told you not to get too upset didn't I, about the downgrading of these, these loser charges that they charged him with. I told you it was only going to be a Pandora's box and that more was going to be exposed by it. Justice is coming no matter what they try to do, okay? While also confirming that the government had evidence that Joe Biden himself met with his son's Chinese business partners according to testimony released today. Now, this was attained first by Just the News, the testimony of the IRS whistleblower Gary Shapley, Shapley, shortly after the House and Ways and Means Committee voted to pierce Hunter Biden's tax privacy and make the agent's allegations of preferable treatment and political interference public. Hey, guys, maybe you should have done that when you knew. Losers, stop hiding things from the American people. I get what you're doing is good, but how about do better? Don't be sorry, be better. That's what my football coach used to say. He confirmed career prosecutors originally intended to charge Hunter Biden with numerous tax violations dating back to 2014. But in the end, appointees of Joe Biden nixed the plan for a more sweeping indictment. In the end, the charges were narrowed to two counts in 2017 and 2018 that most likely spared the president's son prison time. I want to read a quote says, I am blowing the whistle because the Delaware U.S. Attorney's Office, the Department of Justice tax, and the Department of Justice provided preferable treatment, uh, excuse me, preferential treatment and unchecked conflicts of interest in an important and high-profile investigation of the president's son, Hunter Biden. He told lawmakers, okay? But then I find out this. Can we bring this up on the screen? This is crappy uh, Fox News, but it's still a story, and they got it first. So roll it. revealing brand new information right now from a whistleblower in the IRS investigation of Hunter Biden. David Spence got more from the Justice Department on what we are learning right now. David. 
Sandra, interesting material here. Uh, this is hundreds of pages of testimony just released by the Republican-led House Ways and Means Committee. As you mentioned, this is the IRS investigation into the president's son, Hunter Biden. I may say the IRS investigation that led to a plea deal for the president's son, uh, pleading guilty, announcing he would plead guilty to two misdemeanor tax violations two days ago. Now, last month, IRS Supervisory Special Agent Gary Shapley, who announced his name publicly, uh, gave testimony for hours behind closed doors and said the Department of Justice, where I am, slow walked the investigation and made his job difficult. He's since been removed from that probe. Now we're seeing what he said in his testimony. And in one section that stands out, it relates to now President Joe Biden. According to Shapley, he saw a WhatsApp message sent by Hunter Biden to a Chinese businessman in 2017. Let me read it. Quote, we obtained a July 30th, 2017 WhatsApp message from Hunter Biden to Henry Zhao, where Hunter Biden wrote, quote, I am sitting here with my father and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand. And now means tonight, end quote. President Biden, as we all know, has repeatedly denied discussing any business deals with his son. A source familiar with the IRS probe tells Fox News this tax investigation that Shapley was assigned to is the same one that led to the Hunter Biden plea deal. Now, Chairman Jason Smith, the Republican from Missouri on House Ways and Means, uh, said today to a reporter that the committee did not actually see any of Hunter Biden's tax returns or didn't request his tax returns. They're going solely off this whistleblower and another unnamed whistleblower. Meanwhile, Hunter Biden will appear in court for his first appearance and to enter uh, those guilty pleas at the end of next month. In yes, at the end of July. But yet they really needed Donald J. Trump's tax returns, didn't they? They went all the way back to the beginning of time to get Donald J. Trump's tax returns, but they didn't really get too far into that. But don't let don't let this buried lead get buried. Let me just tell you what just happened. The whistleblower says that the IRS as a whole wanted felony charges against Hunter Biden. That's what the whistleblower is alleging. That the IRS as a whole, as an agency, recommended felony charges against Hunter Biden for this tax stuff. That's what they wanted. The DOJ protected him and knocked it down. But you know what I love about this? Is it keeps coming out, and it keeps coming out, and it keeps trickling out. Not to you and I, but to the normies, to the public. And I love reporting on it. I love reporting on things that we were talking about a year ago are validated. And I love the fact that we were justified in saying them because we did our research. We did our research. We, we combed through hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of stuff from Hunter Biden's laptop. Day in and day out. Every single day. It's so nice to be somewhat vindicated. Now, I want to read, if I can, let's pull up, um, let's pull up Ryan Fournier's Instagram here. It says, breaking IRS whistleblower reveals that Hunter Biden once sent a text message demanding payment from his Chinese business associate telling him, quote, I'm sitting here waiting for the call with my father. I'm sitting here waiting for the call with my father. That's in quotes. And that the DOJ prohibited investigators from executing a search warrant on Joe's guest house where Hunter was staying. 
Again, I don't like the fact that the Ways House, the House Ways and Means Committee holds on to this stuff. How about you just get it out to the public? Same thing with the 14,000 hours of footage of January 6th. Stop pussyfooting around and give us what belongs to us. We pay for it. This is taxation without representation. I'm not being represented, and neither are 150 million Americans. Drag them through the mud, ladies and gentlemen. Drag them through the mud. I need to take a drink of my field of greens here. Why don't we pull up the, um, I'll pull up the rumble chat while I have this drink of field of greens. And let's see what the LFA family's saying about that. Hunter was tipped off about a storage unit by the DOJ so he could clear it out. Yes, it was. Yes, he was. That's very damning. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And that's why they're going to replace him with Gavin Newsom or Michelle Obama. Looking more like Gavin Newsom now. Jeremy, how do you report the real news facts before all the big networks? Dude, you are awesome and you work nonstop for us. You are appreciated. It's really just that, just working nonstop. Always on the phone, always on a meeting, always my, having my nose in the, in, in, the, uh, in the news, always trying to find out what's going on from all over the country. Ask my family, ask Eli. It's all I eat, sleep, and breathe. And yes, there's a sacrifice paid for it, but you know what? The truth is out there and we all have access to it now just as fast as anybody else. It's going to come tumbling down, says J.A. Fish. You are right. You are right. Halloween, you rock, Jeremy. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, Halloween. We love you. Been a while since I talked to you, but I hope all is well. The Molly says, love that this is all getting out. Thank you for what you do. And really, that's, that's how I just feel so good that our efforts are not going unnoticed. I don't care for the accolades like Marjorie Taylor Greene. We don't need the accolades. We'd love to have our channel grow. We'd love to see 4,000, 5,000 live people in here like we used to have. There's a number of reasons that they're not, and I get it. I'd like to give a big shout-out to Scotty, by the way. Scotty is here. He doesn't get to be here very often, and he donated tonight, and so did Karen, and also KC2022 and Moon0704. Big shout-out to all you guys. I love you. Now, I want to go talk about my home state, Illinois, for a minute because things are getting bad there. And I really want to tell you that I told I I have been saying and Ben Berkham has been saying there's a reason why these military aged men by the millions have been coming into our country, mostly through the southern border, but also through the northern border as well. And then they took over hotels. And I told you, I think they're kind of I think they're not only here for votes, but I also think that they're here to be soldiers on the ground. And when I read this story today coming out of Illinois, I think my worst fears were validated. A new Illinois bill circulating in legislation right now, if passed. Get ready for this. Share this with all your Illinois friends and family because this is where the rubber meets the road. A new bill will allow non-citizens, illegals, to serve in our law enforcement agencies, folks. And once they get a badge, it's over with. Once these people get a badge and they've got the full power of the law enforcement and the state and federal government behind them, they become soldiers. Now, this is against the Constitution, and I pray, and I pray that enough people wake up now and see this so when it passes, they can send it to court. Because they cannot swear to the Constitution if they don't know the Constitution. And the only way you can know the Constitution and serve the Constitution and swear to the Constitution is coming here and assimilating legally. Let me repeat that. They're going to make illegal aliens law enforcement. I'm here to blow the whistle. 
While current federal laws prohibit non-U.S. citizens from working in law enforcement, Illinois is looking to change that. The Illinois House and Senate recently passed Bill 3751. Ladies and gentlemen, Bill 3751. Eli, can you put it in the chat quick? This is Bill 3751 in Illinois. We need to get all Illinois residents on this immediately. Bill 3751, which will allow work-eligible non-U.S. citizens to serve in law enforcement in the state. The bill states, and I quote, reinserts the provisions of the engrossed bill and adds that an individual against whom immigration action has been deferred by the U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services under the Federal Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, DACA, process is allowed to apply for the position of police officer, deputy sheriff. Ladies and gentlemen, do you know much power a sheriff has? Do you know that if these people are in sheriff positions, that the federal government can request that the sheriff allows UN troops, if he wanted, if they wanted, and U.S. troops to come into their county and de- disarm them? Do you know that's how much power a sheriff has? Or special policemen subject to specified requirements and the effective date January 1st, 2024. So get your arses in gear in Illinois. While the bill awaits Illinois Governor Porky Pritzker's signature, which I'm assuming he will file, currently federal law 18 U.S.C. 922 5A prohibits gun possession for illegal aliens. So how are they going to get around that one? Bill 3751. Kill it, ladies and gentlemen. Kill it in its crib. Do it now. Call your representatives in Illinois. Man, I wish we had 10,000 people watching the show. Man, do I wish we could really get the message out there the way the message is supposed to be. It really, really bothers me that so many people left because of feelings or whatever, and they're watching stupid stuff that doesn't even do anything for them outside bumping up somebody's ratings. It really bothers me. I just hate screaming at the top of my lungs about the stuff that, that needs to be out there. I really do. But I'm glad the real people are here to hear it. I am glad for that. And I will thank God for that. Meanwhile, why don't we go north of the north of Illinois a little bit, a little northeast of Illinois to Michigan, as Michigan is preparing to gut freedom of speech with fast and swift new hate crime legislation. Again, there's no such thing as hate speech, folks. There's no such thing as hate speech. Michiganders who insult the LGBTQ movement could be tossed in prison under the new hate crime legislation. Ryan Matta, are you out there? Ryan, are you listening to this? Might want to get out of Michigan. The Democrat-dominated Michigan legislature is ramming through new hate crime legislation that will gut constitutionally protected free speech rights in the state and will charge Michiganders with hate crimes if they hurt the feelings of so-called sexual minorities and any other members of the ever-growing protected alphabet mafia. Michiganders will face thousands of dollars in fines and up to a decade in prison for insulting or hurting the feelings of homosexuals, transgenders, or other protected minorities under the new legislation, which has passed the state's House of Representatives already and is moving to the Michigan Senate right now. Right now. Wonder if Fox News is reporting on this. If it passes there, the legislation that guts free speech in the name of combating hate crimes will then move to where? Democrat Governor Gretchen Whitmer's desk, who's expected to rubber stamp it immediately. Among others, the legislation is backed by Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel, 
backed by the attorney general there, who's been slammed as a Soviet-style tyrant a number of occasions and dubbed the lesbian terror of Michigan. This is where you come for the truth, folks. You really want to make change? You really want to stop bills? Well, you know what? Nine times out of ten, they can be stopped with pure knowledge of the fact that they're even being rammed through. I bet your local news isn't talking about there in Michigan. I bet you the uh, Fox News and the big, uh, the big Five aren't talking about it. I'll bet they're not. Why? Because they don't want you to know about it. They want to ram this stuff through, folks. Now, Eileen says Supreme Court will hear this. Yes, if somebody brings challenge to it. Who's going to bring challenge to it if nobody knows about it? And even if they do bring challenge to it, how are they ever going to get it passed with, without public opinion support? They're not. We got to let people know about this stuff, and we got to let them know about it right now. Now, we do have some good news, because I said the deep state is on the run. Now, you have to understand that just because the deep state is ramming this stuff through doesn't mean they're winning. It means they're on the run. It means they're showing their full cards immediately, and we have a chance to stop it if we know about it. So here's some good news. The Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals has backed the American First, America First legal group And they've overturned the federal transgender mandate compelling employers to allow men to use women's facilities. That, ladies and gentlemen, that's good. That's good news of the day. And why don't we go ahead and give the Smarty Award of the day to the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. You know what? They've been good before, and they've been good again. Here we go. Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. You get the Smarty Award of the day because it was a good move and it was the right move, especially based on law. In landmark legal victory, America First Legal, AFL, won a critical Fifth Circuit Court of Appeal ruling against federal transgender mandates issued by the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, or better known as EEOC. The EEOC had instituted a federal mandate compelling employers, including religious organizations, to permit employees to use restrooms that correspond to their gender identity regardless of their biological sex or whether they have had undergone sex change surgery. This mandate, AFL's client argued, violated their rights. And the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeal agreed. Breaking, said Stephen Miller on Twitter. America First Legal has won a major Fifth Circuit ruling against the federal transgender uh, edicts. The EEOC issued a federal mandate compelling employers to allow men to use the women's facilities. Our client claimed this violated their rights. Fifth Circuit Court of Appeal agreed and overturned it immediately. (laughs) Amazing. Amazing. Um, I may have to move on without him and cause mayhem, I guess. I don't know what that means. Lacey, are you moving on and not watching the show no more? That's okay. Uh, We appreciate you while you're here. God bless you. All right. Gold Co., ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be the next sponsor of today. And we're going to talk about them because we love them because they love us. We love them because they love us. Who's ready to take action and protect and secure your IRA, your 401, or your savings account so that it doesn't get liquidated and sent to um, Vladimir Zelensky in in the form of a blank check? There you go. There you go. Your liquidation means you can write whatever you want in there and it'll be worth it'll be worth perf- uh, billions for you, but not for us. Which investment is best for you? Goldco.com. Open a precious metals IRA today. Transfer and roll over funds from an existing IRA or 401 qu- 
401k or qualified retirement account. And if you have enough in there, you can get up to $15,000 of free silver. Invest with your savings, own gold, own silver or other precious metals like palladium or platinum as part of your retirement savings strategy today. Why Gold Co.? Well, a number of reasons, but when you sell it back, when you liquidate and get it back to real dollars again, well, ladies and gentlemen, guess what? They have the highest buyback guarantee. Industry leader, ladies and gentlemen, top-rated precious metal company, goldco.com slash live, or 855-559-3433 today. Today, today, today. Not your show, LOL. They were in Michigan. Her husband doesn't want to move. May never, oh, we will never lose Lacey. Oh, okay. I didn't think so. I just, you know, I catch things as they're going here. All right, we got five minutes left. Um, I want you to listen to this chilling response. This chilling response from John Durham yesterday that I did not play. And when I say it's chilling, it's because of what he said to Harriet Hagman when he replied to her. I want to see if this is the video right here. Is this it here? I think that's it. Let's, uh, let's play this video here. If it's not, it's the next one. Let me play this one. Nothing, and I repeat nothing, that the FBI did was designed to show that Donald J. Trump was a Russian asset. That wasn't the purpose of the entire charade. How do I know this is true? Because they told us so. The very people who cooked this up and the ones who ran this entire operation. Strzok, Lisa Page, Andrew McCabe, Kleinsmith, Steele, the DNC, Perkins Coy. It was never their purpose to prove Russian collusion. And in fact, from the very beginning, they knew that no such thing actually existed. They knew that the entire Russian collusion narrative was fabricated by the Clinton campaign to deflect attention from her mishandling of classified materials and destruction of official emails. But they didn't need to prove Russian collusion. They just had to keep the investigation alive. And so long as they had a complicit press, and so long as they had people in this very body who has been here, one of the gentlemen who has been here much of the day, who would go on TV every night and lie about the smoking gun, they could further their personal and, personal and political agendas. Oh no, the purpose of Crossfire Hurricane wasn't to prove Russian inclusion. It was to destroy Donald, Donald J. Trump. To use the leaders right, and to so make everything about Russia, Russia, No, 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 let's, let's get into the next one. Let's get into this one. Maybe it's this one. If it doesn't show his response. And how has this corruption and rot met equally to all OJ? Persecute people. Can go. There we go. There's the response. A two-tier justice system that seeks to persecute people while targeting political enemies. That is the current legacy of the FBI and DOJ. Mr. Durham, here is my question. How long do you think that this country will Mr. survive? Mr. Chairman, the uh, time has expired. You can't ask a question. A two-tier justice system that seeks to persecute people based on their political beliefs. Witness may respond. Generally, time has expired. I I don't know I respond. Sure. I don't think that um, things can go uh, too much further with a view that uh, law enforcement, particularly the FBI, the Department of Justice, runs a two-tiered system of justice. Um, the nation can't stand under, uh, under those circumstances. Mm-hmm. The nation cannot stand. We cannot continue. The nation cannot stand under those two, under those two tiers of justice system. Yes, Durham is weak. I get that. But what he said there n- hit the nail on the head. The United States cannot, we, we, we can't be a country. It will we'll die so fast. So, sooner or later, some of the people with the high up, in charge, brass balls, whatever you want to call it, 
Sooner or later, toxic masculinity is going to have to come back into effect, and people are going to have to force these people out, and we're going to have to, in, and we're going to have to force the rule of law back in again. We're going to have to force the rule of law back in again because, like he said, two-tier justice system just doesn't work. Now, I said we have him on the run, right? Here's Biden running from reporters who are supposedly on his side who want to know about what in the hell is going on with him and his son. And he runs from them. This is a good sign, ladies and gentlemen. Do we have a two-tier system of justice? Mr. Biden, what about the weaponized uh, DOJ for your, for your son? Are they protecting your son? And he's running from this. They're not going to... You know how long that's going to last? It's not going to last very long. But guess who else was caught running away? That's right. Bill Barr. Attorney Bill Barr was also caught running away. Let's put this up on a side-by-side. Check this out. Hey, uh, you're the Attorney General. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Hey, I appreciate all the work you've done, but whatever happened with Jeffrey Epstein and uh, how come he hung himself in your, in his cell when you were the uh, director of prisons? Mr. Barr, why did Jeffrey Epstein hang himself while you were in charge of the Bureau of Prisons? And why did your dad hire him to teach at the Dalton School? Mr. Barr, why did uh, Jeffrey Epstein hang himself um, in maximum security yeah. prison when you were in charge of the Bureau of Prisons? Yeah. I'm asking, Mr. Barr, why did that happen? Your dad hired um, Jeffrey Epstein to teach at the Dalton School. I don't understand what's, why you don't want to answer a basic question. All right, have a good day. This is going to happen more and more and more. They're going to run more and more and more. We're going to keep exposing more and more and more. And one thing that you have a promise from us is we're never going to stop. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, remember, tomorrow from 3 to 5, special coverage live from the Faith and Freedom event in D.C., Will Johnson, Heather Mullins, Anna Perez on the case. Also, Saturday from 2 to 5 p.m., they will be live again. Ladies and gentlemen, I must tell you, I will not be here tomorrow. I have things that I must do with my family in the morning, things that I cannot get out of, so I will not be here for Rise Up, and I will not be here for the 11 o'clock show. Sean Farish will be filling in for me for the 11 o'clock show. This will be a missed Rise Up. I apologize. Uh, It's, you know, personal stuff with family, so I just want to say that tonight will be my last night seeing you uh, for the week, Uh, okay? So I love you guys. God bless you. Remember that Culture Wars comes up next with Will Johnson. Make sure you check him out. Give him a like. Give him a share. Make sure you like this video on your way out. And remember, folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I love you all so very much. Please visit JeremyHarrell.com. Sign up to be a donor. We'd really appreciate it. Check out all the new items on the store and remember to keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And keep spreading that gospel. God bless you guys. Peace.